Golden Eagle Radio. She comes on like a rose, but everybody knows she'll get you in touch. You can look, but you better not touch. She'll really do you in If you let her get under your skin Poison Ivy Poison Ivy Late at night while you're sleeping Poison Ivy comes to creeping around Measles will make you bumpy And mumps will make you lumpy And chicken pox will make you jump and switch KPFK listener-sponsored Pacifica Radio for all of Southern California in Los Angeles. In accordance with KPFK's policy of providing a forum for all responsible points of view, we now present Radio Free Eyes. having the most perfect hallucination. Green and blue patterns are pouring all over me like a deck of cards. <laughs> I have a feeling this is what Alice Paradise must be like. I don't feel I'll ever be the same again. All over the ceiling are geometric patterns of light. To say they are beautiful is a word too shallow to use. Next morning my arms were very long, long, long arms covered with beautiful feathers all about me was nothingness. 
absolute empty space. I was floating on a solitary island in the ether. No part of my body was subject to gravitation. Ah, it was love itself. It was oriental women such as I have never known. Fat and languorous beyond belief. Luscious beyond man's power of normal imagination. My conscious mind was sort of sitting on my shoulder watching everything I was doing. Taking other drugs is like climbing a sand dune. Ah, taking LSD is like scaling Mount Everest. Marijuana is another great problem in our nation today. And we find that we could spend days discussing this with you as well. But we have only this tremendous group, beginning with the blue glue sniffing among the younger children, the blue heavens and the reds, the sicanos, the amphetamines, the barbiturates, the marijuana, the mescaline, the peyote, and finally LSD called the aristocrat of all of the hallucinogens. You know, while some users may have lofty ambitions and hopes that the drug or HAL-SD will bring them some miraculous transformation, make them poets and artists or supermen, there are many others looking strictly for escape, escape from life that has become too painful for them to bear. What are we going to answer these young people today? The young people that are crying out, live fast, look beautiful, die young, the bomb may drop tomorrow. Friend, you and I must find an answer. And thank God we do have an answer. Funny thing happened to me about two or three days ago. I got a, I got a letter which looked actually like a piece of, of junk mail, but it wasn't. It was just kind of the appearance. But it was actually a letter addressed officially to me, and I, uh, and I opened it up, and it was a kind of a poster. It was more of an advertisement, and it said, "You'll love Mike Agnello. He's your provo." Have him on your show and show the people what a fine guy he is and what a great group he's got and do a boy a favor. For inquiries, he left a telephone number. I called him up, I asked him what he was doing, and he said that he was involved in an operation that uh, would be of interest to people all over the world, particularly if I could have him on, and as long as I had him on, I could have everybody else on. And he said that he'd like to sell out tonight on Radio Free Oz. So in just a few minutes, we'll be presenting Michael Agnello, who is the first man in the history of Radio Frias who absolutely required that I pay his taxi fare over here also. I did it only because I'm trying to give you at least both sides of every opinion. And uh, he'll be with us in just a minute on the Thursday thing called Radio Frias. Did you see an article in the Free Press about uh, a week ago that had been ghostwritten by the... Uh, was it the, which one was it? it? Wasn't Derek Taylor. It was the other guy that writes all those articles for the groups. Well, he wrote this up and had it sent in as an independent news story. It goes something like this. It happened on Saturday. This time they had a smoke-in on Fairfax in front of the Kazoo bookstore. Hollywood Provo arrived with 2,000 or so joints. 
hand-rolled in a variety of cigarette papers. They contain chervil, dillweed, thyme, eyebright leaf, oregano, and various teas. And then there's a footnote here to general newspaper editors saying that while most of this is not true, it makes good flashy copy and put it within the first section. Santa Monica Provo uh, brought a fog machine which produced a shroud of scented fog over the entire area and a band, the factory. The virtual certainty that somewhere in the crowd of 300 to 500 people were smoking marijuana was a source of considerable police frustration. Undercover cops roamed helpless, and teeny boppers and incongruously delighted Fairfax Jews. The scent of herbs and the dense fog lent a ritual atmosphere to the whole surrealist scene. Three people were ultimately arrested. One, a 12-year-old girl for dancing in the streets as a public nuisance. It's come to that. While the other two, booked on possession of marijuana, were released when their joints turned out to be catnip. Beyond that, the police could discover no violation more potent than one forbidding public entertainment without a permit. The band, duly warned, ceased its criminal activity about 5 p.m., and the crowd gradually dwindled away. I have uh, been instructed by one member of the Provost to read this article in its entirety, and it's long and very dull, over the air, because he wanted his name mentioned. And uh, I'm not going to do it, because it's really just a pack of lies. I think it's a bunch of show-offs, and I hate to read show-offs material. But uh, I'm going to give Mike Agnello a chance to speak for himself. Uh, he won't come in at the present moment. There's a, a problem of money again, which we can't seem to solve. Uh, I try to tell him it's a show in which we can't pay for talent. It's listener-sponsored, Mike. It's, it's KPFK. It's a radio show that, you know, wants to let a lot of people know what's happening and would like to support your group if they knew precisely where they were at. And unfortunately, there's just no money for your appearance. So we'll have to do without him tonight. And... Uh, Maybe we could play three or four hours of uh, classical music, or maybe we could give you the stock report. Okay, we finally did get him in. My God, I had to go out and ask that man across the street, the guy that runs the filling station thing on the oil credit card, to get you in here. All right, as long as you're in here now, do it for the fat lady, Agnello, and tell us what it's all about. That's Agnello, isn't it? Agnello is the way the name is pronounced. Yeah, well, He's sure. Little lamb. Yeah, by, by, by Italians, but we're in America, you understand. Agnello is good, good enough for this show. Okay, go ahead. Well, I wonder what you have against Joseph Bird's article. You know, I think it's a rather good article, and it's unusually good for the free press. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's hardly enough. Well, there's one thing that I had to say about the free press, and that is their wonderful facilities of cutting. Uh, they have a philosophy over there, and that is that nobody's words are sacred, so they cut out the most important heart and soul of Joseph Bird's article. And the first thing I'd like to do tonight is to read the last three paragraphs, which they cut out. At the same time, it would be naive to believe that Provo is apolitical. It is intensely political. In the same way and with similar methods that Dada was political. That is, it seeks to shake the foundations of our, quote, culture, unquote. But where Dada was nihilistically destructive, Provo is gloriously, delightedly, innocently destructive. It has re-injected the Dada spirit into the mid-century. It pushes against such boundaries as legality and good taste in ways even Tristan Zara would not have dared. Ways more reminiscent of Berlin Dada's countless provocational encounters with authority. It has welded together the protest materials of our time and the artistic materials of our technology and aimed them toward life. Well, when that weapon is fired, 
many people are going to get hurt. Some on their side and, yes, some on ours. But the fireworks will be beautiful. That's the part they cut out. Oh, come on. <laughs> that was very nice, Mr. Aniello. It's always a pleasure to come to these meetings and hear you young people talk. Fills me with a fervor and a fire that only people of my generation can understand. I don't at all think that the way you dress has anything to do with the validity of what you say. And I don't think that you're working through a cycle. I think that you're a hero. I'd like your... It's true, it's true. I have to admit, I am a hero. Over there so I could take I'm your a picture. Hero. Uh, actually, you know... Thank you. Remember when we were on the Lewis Lomax show? Sure. You know, what'd you think of that? Wasn't it terrible? They didn't, uh... They didn't do halfly as badly as I thought they might do. Well, one thing is they cut Provo short ten minutes time. And, uh, we were gonna... What we wanted to do, of course, with, as we talked to the producer, is that we wanted to pay, paint Lewis Lomax white. We thought that would be a very powerful gesture to do and, and as a Provo t television happening. Hello, dear friends. This is Eric Burden. Yes, they did take away our music, but now you can have it back on these three wonderful voice prints of the 60s. All your magic memories of flying over the music capitals of the world will come rushing back with the first twang of a lead guitar. Now listen to all the monsters of the 60s at once. The Rolling Who, Derek and the Taylors, Clive Beadle, Bing Crosby Stills and Ogden Nash, songs like I've Got My Hand on Your Mouse, Helicopter 59, Tight Shoes, I'll Be Gumping You, and hundreds of others. Goodness gracious, great God Almighty, it's like having now right in your living room. So don't wait till the midnight hour. Send 15 seconds in code or credit to Rock and Roll Memory Bank, Hong Kong, New York. York.